I will read if the reading comes upon the screen. Thanks, Joe. <clears throat> it's from Colossians 1, 15 to 20. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Great, thank you, Mal. Well, good afternoon. Do you know, when I sprung that reading on Mal uh, as she came through the door, she said, yeah, I will read that one. I agree with that one. So I'm, I'm delighted that there's at least one person in the room that agrees with that one. So that's a good start, isn't it? So today we're continuing to look at our values again. Um, and today we're looking at hope and aspiration. And when Deb came in, she said, how are you today? And I said, I'm alive. And I said, I'm speaking on hope today, can you tell? <laughs> but there we go. So I am feeling hopeful, really. I promise I am. Now, I think when we talk about hope, um, so often when we think about it, we think it's something that we really like, a fingers crossed thing, isn't it? It's like, a, oh, I really hope that happens. I really hope for this thing. Um, it's like a thing that we particularly want, or maybe it's an, even an expectation. We're expecting this thing. But I think in life, we have so many hopes, don't we? And so many of us maybe like hope to win the lottery. I don't even play it, but it would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be lovely. Um, we hope for things, and we hope for the perfect job. Maybe we hope for the perfect life partner. Maybe we hope for children or, or not children. <laughs> maybe we hope to pay off our houses. Oh, my goodness, imagine that. That would be a miracle, wouldn't it? Maybe we just hope for enough money to last the week. But the things we hope for, they're all sort of things that make our lives better. Or maybe the lives of loved ones. We hope for that as well, don't we? We hope for things for each other. And those are the things that we hope for in life. Now, when I think about what makes my life better, I cannot help but think about the, the little videos that pop up on my Facebook. Now, Facebook algorithms, they work well because they know what I like. And I can guarantee after this service, after talking about it, there will be even more. So I love watching the life hack videos. I think they are hilarious. They fill me with a lot of joy. I find them very, very funny. And there you go. This is a picture of um, a terrible life hack, I'd have thought. If you if you're, don't have any flip-flops, there you go. Just use a bottle. Absolutely. Why not? Now, I watch these on Facebook all the time because I just think they are hilarious. Um, and I watched one the other day, and it was about packing for your holiday. Now, packing for holidays are, are stressful because you want to take a lot. But don't worry, this life hack had it sorted. So they'd pack the suitcase, and then there's a lot of other stuff to take. So she packed a backpack, and then what she did was she put a leg in each arm of the backpack and pulled it up 
around her bum and then put some jeans over the top because that's totally normal. That is an absolutely normal thing to do. Of course she's going to be able to sit down. It's not going to cause any issues whatsoever. That's fine. And then she put another backpack on her front and put a jumper over that and then sort of waddled into the airport. I just, what is that? I just, it's so funny. And there was another, another quick one. I'm not going to talk about this forever. Don't worry. I could. Um, another quick one where she couldn't get her jeans to fit. We've all been there but it was okay because she just kind of got into them and then got in the shower. And if, do you know, if you wet your jeans, not, don't wet your jeans, but <laughs> if, if you do that, then they do up. Great, because now she's going to leave the house looking like she has wet herself. So brilliant, great life hacks, honestly. They fill me with such joy. I think they're so, so funny. But the purpose of them is like to find these little problems in life. And they are very, very small problems, but to give out solutions, to, to give us hope, actually, that this could be better. This could be better. You can pack for your holiday better. You can make those jeans fit. It's like just something to make life that little bit better or maybe that little bit easier. And they're normally a bit odd, and they're normally very minor life problems. But it is about making life better. And I think we all relate to it because none of us have a perfect life, or I'm assuming none of us would claim to have a perfect life. I don't think my life is perfect. And, I, you know, I think we all think there are some things that are not quite how they should be. There are things we'd like to change, aren't there? And sometimes I think we even feel despair over situations, actually. Circumstances in our lives that happen that we don't feel we have control over, things that go on, and it's, it's despair that we feel. But we're talking about hope. And we're not talking about the hope that I said earlier. It's like a fingers crossed thing. It's not that. So when we talk about Christian hope, we're talking about a sure and certain hope. It's a completely different thing, actually. I've got a, a Banksy in my lounge, not an original. Um, and it says there is always hope. I think James and Esther have got it as well. I don't think all clergy do. I'm not, not sure. I haven't checked. But um, it says there is always hope because it speaks to me so deeply, because actually, yeah, there is always hope, because I know Jesus, so there is always hope. And actually, when we talk about this Christian hope, we're talking about something that Jesus has already done. We're saying we're already reconciled to God. How beautiful is that? Like, we are already reconciled to God, and we go on being reconciled to God, along with all of creation, that's what that reading said. It said that God is reconciling all things to himself. And that is absolutely stunning. It's truly stunning. And you know what? This doesn't even require any action from us. This is freely offered and it's based on the action of Jesus. It's based on actions that have already taken place. Because of Jesus, we have a sure and certain hope. And that's why in Hebrews it says that hope is the anchor for our souls. Because this is the thing that ties us in. It's hope. It's hope for the future. It's that eternal hope that we have. And we haven't done anything to have to get there. We don't have to do anything to get it. We already have that hope. And it doesn't cover up what's happened. It doesn't cover up what's happening. You know, when we experience all sorts of situations, when we live in a world that's so difficult at times, it doesn't cover any of that up, but it actually gives a promise of something better to come. It promises something better. It's not just the fingers crossed we're hoping. This is a promise of better to come. When I um, 
when I started my ministry, well, when I started training, I suppose, I, um, I spent a lot of time praying, you'll be pleased to know, and I was trying to think, trying to work out really with God, like, what is my ministry about? What is it? If I could narrow it down, what is it that God wants me to do? And the only phrase that kept popping into my head over and over and over again was breathe hope. And that's all I felt that God was saying to me. My ministry is about breathing hope into all situations. And I thought, okay, that's all I got for two years. And I thought, do you know what? I think God's telling me to breathe hope. And then COVID came along and I thought, I can't talk about breathing hope because it's not popular to breathe on people in that time. But that is genuinely what I feel that God said to me, breathe hope. And actually, this hope that we have, it gives hope in all situations. It's not like just we're going to heaven eventually. But this is a hope that we have in every single day because our eternal life with God has already started. That reconciling to God has already started. And so because of that, we have hope in everything. We have hope in all situations. It's all-encompassing. Do you know, there is hope for ourselves, for our individual needs, our individual desires, There's hope for our friends. There's hope for our family. There's hope for all situations that we're in. Even when we feel like, how could there be? There still is. We have hope for the big picture, but we have hope for the small, small details as well. And that's incredible. So whatever your life looks like right now, whatever rubbish is happening, or maybe you're anticipating is going to happen, we have a sure and certain hope. I went to see my nan yesterday. My nan is 87 now. Um, she's got a lot of faith. She's always, always been a, a faithful woman of God. She's a, a strong Pentecostal woman. Um, and she's incredible. She genuinely is. But she's 87. So her, she's kind of failing physically now. She's, she's not as mobile as she was. And she's struggling with that concept. And I said, I'm talking on hope and aspiration tomorrow, nan. And she said, well, I'm not going to inspire you much today, I'm afraid. She said, it's more like hope and exasperation here. <laughs> she's still very funny um, bless her because I thought that's still inspiring Nan because you've still got hope like she's still got hope she's so frustrated and annoyed with things but she's still got hope and I think I'm, I'm a kind of optimist as well I very much take after her I, I'm an eternal optimist in all things I really always think everything's going to be fine um, but actually that's because of the faith I have it's because of the hope in Jesus that I have. And I think once we start to grasp that hope, that naturally leads to aspiration. Now, I think some speakers, if they were talking about aspiration, they'd be calling on the names of some wonderful saints. James would probably be bringing up a saint right now. It would be very holy. Um, but here I am with Wallace. And, you know, I just think, what? I think, you know, he's a, yes, he aspired, didn't he? He was just a simple guy who liked cheese, but he made a rocket and went to the moon. <laughs> so there you go. That's the level we're at today. That's, it's not a true story. It's not a true story. Don't be ridiculous. Of course it's true. Um, <laughs> but actually, I think that hope, it sees us all as reconciled to God. And if we're no longer bound by, by sin or by despair, by situations, if we've got hope, then suddenly we can do anything. Suddenly we can do anything because we've got God with us and inviting us into full life. 
And, you know, Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's what we're saying. We're saying, if we've got that hope, I can do anything. If God's on my side, then what on earth could beat me? Wow, we can do all things. And if we believe that we're all made in the image of God, which I definitely do, I definitely do, if we believe that, then actually we can do so much more, can't we? Because God is with us. When we did experience days uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had 360 children in the church over the five days. And they were learning about Dudley. It was called Experience Dudley. They had activities for that. But the sneaky agenda, we're sneaky, aren't we? The sneaky agenda, almost, if you like, was to give aspiration to these children that were coming in. We were getting them to dream big dreams, to dream what Dudley could be like. Because we know it's a bit run down. It's not as, not as wonderful as it has been. But we're getting them to dream about the future, to think what it could be, to aspire, to dream what they could be, to dream what they could contribute. And actually, that was a wonderful thing. And we just think that every person, when they kind of grasp this hope, when they grasp that God has made them and that God is with them, they can achieve so much more than they ever knew possible. And I think every person in this room can achieve more than they ever knew was truly possible. I've got a sign by my front door that says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Good, isn't it? By my front door makes me sound good. (laughs) But it's genuinely what I think. Be the change you wish to see in the world. And I think we can all change our small corners of the world. So my challenge really to you today is to ponder what is it that you could do in your small little corner of the world? What is it that you could do if God is really with you? If God is calling you, which he is, what is it that you could aspire to be? How could you change the world for good? Maybe that's something you've always wanted to do but thought you wouldn't be able to. But this week I'd encourage you actually to dream dreams again to aspire to be more because God says you can be. Because even if your dreams are huge and feel insane, you can't outdream God. So don't worry about it. Dream massive dreams and talk to God about it and you just never know. I think if we aspire together, we can change the world that we're in. So let's pray. God, we thank you so much for your hope. We thank you that you are truly with us. God, we thank you that your hope is sure and certain, that it is a promise. And we thank you that you are reconciling all things to yourself. Jesus, we pray today that you would help us to aspire to be more. And we thank you that you are with us in that, that you go before us and you make a way. And we pray that you would just inspire us with visions for the future, with visions for what could be, that we might go out and share your love with the world around us. Amen.